Hi, I'm Alexander Ostrovsky, and you are listening Functional Tennis Podcast. Welcome to episode 110 of the Functional Tennis Podcast. I'm Fabio Molly, your host, and this podcast is kindly sponsored by Slinger, the creators of the awesome portable ball machine. Head over to slingerbag.com to get more info or check out episode 108, where we speak to the Slinger CEO, Mike Ballardi. This week, I chat to Russian Academy and boutique agency owner, Alexander Ostrowski. Alexander tells us about his academies, players he works with, the agency, running WA tournaments. It's a short, sweet episode. I hope you enjoy it. Let's get straight to it. Hi, Alex. Welcome to the Functional Tennis Podcast. How are you? I'm good. Very well. Thank you. And you? Good. I'm very good. Uh, how's life in Russia? Better and better, you know. <laughs> so right now it's uh, sunny, very nice weather and uh, all good. Nice. And where about exactly in Russia are you based? In Moscow. It's Moscow region, uh, in a um, city called Himki. It's a city close to Moscow, so it's uh, just uh, one kilometer from Moscow right now. Okay, great. And you have a nice setup over there. I saw, obviously, you have your academy there. I see you have plans to upgrade the academy. It looks very nice, so can't wait to hear about that. You run an agency, a sports marketing agency. You run some tennis tournaments and you also do, you're in the food business and I don't know what else, but so you're a busy man. You're a young man. You're a busy man. So you have the energy to do it. But first of all, tell us, how did you get involved in tennis? Did you play as a kid? Yeah, sure. I used to play tennis uh, when I was a kid, but not on professional level. It's just a matter tennis. Uh, and uh, when I uh, grown up, so I decided to create something in tennis fair uh, by myself and uh, decided to open the tennis academy, tennis school in uh, Moscow. Originally, I'm an investor in real estate, so in uh, commercial real estate, especially in Moscow. And uh, when I earned a little bit and I had uh, opportunities to create something in my sphere, what in my passions, I mean, and uh, I decided to open a tennis school. So that's the story why Kimki Tennis Academy, Alexander Ostrowski Tennis Academy, was established in 2011. So that's the first page of our history. After that, it was uh, one AGM marketing agency and uh, two WTA events in uh, Moscow, Moscow River Cup and uh, Baltic Open, maybe you know that. And uh, we support a lot of young tennis players, uh, Russian tennis players, international as well. Uh, maybe, of course, you know, Nastya Patapova, with whom we uh, worked from the beginning of her career, from uh, early 2010s years. And uh, she's rather successful and uh, uh, won uh, Wimbledon Junior Wimbledon title in 2016 and uh, uh, many, many others. So that's a little bit about us. So tell us about the academy. Many courts you have there. What age group players train there? Do you have a school for the kids there? Yeah, well, right now we have two branches. First branch uh, where I'm like right now in Kimki, Moscow region. So it's about uh, 10, 11 uh, tennis courts, uh, four play courts and uh, seven hard courts, indoor and outdoor. Uh, we have more than 30 
coaches right now on permanent basis and uh, staff around 20 people. So excluding coaches. And we have uh, 10 more courts in a city called Tula. It's 200 kilometers from Moscow. Uh, so in the second branch of uh, our academy. And right now we are working on uh, another branch in uh, Rostov-on-Don. It's uh, all of the... I, I think that it's the first time when I'm talking about that. So uh, we created something interesting in the uh, southern part of Russia. So that's uh, our next step of the academy. A lot of students, you know, that we have more than 500 students on permanent basis, almost 100 students uh, on professional level. Of course, not, not all of them are playing WTA or ATP events, but uh, you know that we are working yeah. especially on juniors side. So, but we have professional athletes as well. Nastya Patapova, as I mentioned already, uh, Roman Safiulin, you know him, of course, Evgeny Danskoy, and uh, some others as well. Nice. And so your main base is Kimishi in Moscow there. And do you have a gym there, swimming pools, restaurant, the players completely catered for? Everything that uh, our students need to have uh, the opportunities, uh, possibilities to develop their careers. It's a gym, uh, of course. We have three halls here on site. We have a canteen, our own canteen uh, with the staff who are working on an uh, everyday basis. We have uh, school classes and uh, more than 50 people are studying here every year. And uh, all the necessary facilities uh, for the full-time academy, as you know. Nice. And so the main players, are they under 12s, under 14s at the academy? The main goal of our academy originally was uh, to work with the juniors and the 14-year-olds. So it's our basically the main goal. And uh, right now we have almost 50% of all the members of national Russian national team under 12-year-old age and under 14. So that's uh, our achievement. And I think that... Uh, very nice achievement for uh, academy with just ten year old uh, history. Yeah, no, that's that's some high level. So the intensity must be high on a daily basis there with that level of athletes. Yes, of course, sure, sure. And well, it's uh, very important uh, that uh, our young students uh, can work together with the pro athletes close to them. It's very important to see their progress, to see how, for example, Nasty Patap or, or Raman working here and. Uh, improving their level. Yeah, and your players, the junior players, do they travel much outside of Europe to play tournaments? I know it's been tough with COVID, but norm, in normal situations, do your coaches travel with them? We, we think that it's very important for our academy uh, to improve the level of our students that our coaches could work uh, and could travel with them during all the tournaments, events uh, in which they are participating. But of course, uh, due to the COVID environment, so we know that it's uh, really tough to do uh, because of so many visa restrictions and uh, etc. But uh, we do our best to to do it and uh, to proceed with this stuff. Nice. And tell me, you hold the Christmas Cup, is it? Yes, it's a junior event, super category, under 14 year old. So we do this. We host uh, this event, Christmas Cup, presented by One SJM for. 
almost eight years already. So it's uh, gonna be ninth event, ninth edition of this event in based on uh, our academy. It's uh, rather uh, popular all over the Europe, and you know that we do very nice uh, competition uh, for junior participants, uh, competitors, and they enjoy our event for sure because it looks like uh, WT or ATP event in terms of center court, uh, show court, and uh, a lot of interesting stuff in uh, our program during the week of uh, Christmas Cup. So a lot of good stuff, which is enjoyed by uh, participants for sure. Nice. And do we know any of the previous winners? Maybe not the past few years. Any famous names in there? Maybe, you know, uh, Diana Schneider, for example. She is uh, playing, uh, she's just doubles uh, junior champion this year, I think, in Wimbledon, Wimbledon champion. Of course, Nastya Patapova won this tournament uh, two times already. Maybe you know the Kazakh player Skatov, for example. He's yeah. uh, under 18 year right now, but uh, he's playing professional tournaments as well. Or no, he's 20 year old already. Um, Ukrainian girl Snigur, for example, she is uh, very talented and has a great potential, I think. I also father uh, great players. It's a super term. It's a high level one. And I saw some of the videos this year. I know it wasn't on at Christmas. It was on, I, I can't remember exactly, but it was on later in the year. And Or was it just before Christmas? When when was the last? In May. May, was it? Yeah. Yeah, the quality's good. And as you say, you get a lot of players from Europe going to it, which is great. But tell me, in your centre, do, do we see you on court? Are you on court at all? Uh, almost uh, every day. Almost every day. You know that I start yeah. my day from the practice on court and uh, everybody here know about that and uh, <laughs> could have potential to see to see this. I'm not a professional player, but uh, I'll try my best. That's all somebody can ask her, isn't it? Try your best. So you said the academy up in 2011, it's been going 10 years, then halfway through that about 2015, 16, you set up uh, your agency. So what sort of work does your agency do one SGM? You know that uh, our agency is a boutique agency, so we are not too big comparing to IMG or Octagon. So we are working with uh, just around uh, 20 players, mostly juniors. But you know that uh, when we are, uh, we are running uh, the tennis academy, the global tennis academy, it's always uh, better to have uh, people who are working with uh, our students in terms of marketing, in terms of branding, in terms of uh, starting their professional careers uh, in this sphere, PR and etc. So uh, when we created the uh, One SGM Tennis Agency, uh, we decided this because of working with Nastya Patapo, for sure. So when she won Wimbledon title, it was very important to develop her career in terms of that. And uh, I need to create a team who will be working with Nastya and uh, develop everything that I mentioned, just mentioned about that. So that was our initial idea. But right now, so we are working not just with Nastya and uh, with a lot of uh, international players as well and uh, Russian professional players. And uh, we are rather successful. We are rather successful. We participate in uh, almost every Grand Slam event. Uh, we sent uh, some of our people to Grand Slam, to top juniors events uh, during the year. So working with brands 
almost, I think, 90% of all the brands will have a good connections with them and uh, had already a good uh, history of our cooperation. So that's that's why I think that we need to uh, proceed with this story and uh, achieve uh, new goals in future. Yeah, no, look, I think you're doing a good job. I've seen a lot of your players and the 1SGM content out there. So it's definitely been put out there. So keep doing the great work. This podcast is brought to you by ASICS Tennis. ASICS is a Japanese company founded in 1949 with the purpose of giving more people the opportunity to experience how sport and movement can have a positive impact on mental well-being. That purpose is also in their name. ASICS is an acronym which means Anime Sano Incorporate Sano, a Latin phrase meaning sound mind, sound body. Today, the brand is still dedicated to that founding belief of demonstrating the positive effects sport and movement can have on our mental well-being all over the the world. They just launched their most innovative tennis range ever, which includes the new Court FF3 Novak, the shoe designed from the ground up with the help of Novak Djokovic. Get your pair now at asics.com. And it's the boutique agencies which are giving the big agencies a problem because you guys, you know, I think players feel a bit more special with a boutique agency, not with a big, a bigger agency where they're just one of thousands. So that's uh, from what I've heard, the boutique agencies are give the big agencies a bit of trouble. I agree. That's I think that the personal approach uh, when you are working with uh, players is very important, extremely important. And uh, players do feel that. And uh, when you're close to your player, to your client, so it's very important in my understanding. And that's why we are trying to do this approach to promote this as well. And uh, I think that it's the right approach for us. Yeah, no, I agree with you. And so tell me, part of uh, 1SGM also, you run some tournaments. So tell me, what's it like, obviously, first of all, to get a tournament? How do you get a tournament? Do you buy rights for a city or do you take over rights? And how stressful is it running the tournament? Uh, it's expensive. It's rather expensive, first of all. Yes, I, uh, I used to be the owner of WT license uh, sanctioned to sanction for um, WT event. So as I mentioned already, we hosted WT event in 2018 and uh, in 2019, two times. First uh, edition of our event was called as Moscow River Cup, and uh, we did it in uh, Moscow. And the second one, the second one was uh, in Baltic, Baltic region in Riga. Oh, it's in Yurmala. You know that uh, it's close to Riga. Um, in terms of um, sports sphere, in terms of marketing, uh, these two events uh, were rather successful, really. But in terms of uh, financial side, so it was tough for me. So because I'm the only owner of uh, this sanction and I was uh, the only responsible man who <laughs> for that. And uh, yeah, that's why, especially in such uh, tough times, it was it was financially tough for us. That's why we decided to sell the sanction and from... Uh, this year, the, the tournament uh, moved from Jurmala to Hamburg. That's the story. But uh, I think that it was a great experience for myself and for the entire team of 1SGM. And uh, we did a great job thanks to my team. So I think that uh, it's, it was very important for us to improve the level of uh, the organization of this uh, such uh, huge, uh, huge events. 
It was really huge, uh, even for Moscow, and uh, a lot of people coming told uh, very nice words for us, for our job, and uh, for everything that we did for them in terms of organization. That's uh, that's important as well. Not only financial side is important, you know. That's <laughs> yeah. And tell me, will you ever go back to running a WTA or ATP tour event again? Maybe in uh, in future we'll we'll do this for sure. But I think that before the decision. We need to think about it very, uh, it's very, it's, it's, it's very, it's very tough. And uh, I need to understand exactly uh, that I'm going to be ready to, for that. And has that experience made your Christmas cup a lot better, a lot more, prof- even more professional? Yeah, yeah, it's for sure. So it's, uh, I think that we do uh, Christmas cup more, more and more professional every year. So we just uh, want to improve our level. I think that our level is pretty, pretty good already in terms of organizational, but uh, I think that we have a lot of space to improve. And uh, of course, some ideas going to be very important for Christmas Cup from, uh, from WTA. I mean, well, going to be very important for organization of the Christmas Cup as well. Nice. And tell me, last question, do you travel much to tournaments with Anastasia and how often would you travel? I think that uh, I travel, uh, I think, every Grand Slam event. And uh, sometimes when uh, it's necessary for for her, uh, up to her, of course, uh, she decided that we could travel even on regular uh, WTA events during the clay season, but not this year. So I think two years ago, so we traveled almost 30 weeks, I think, uh, yeah, per year. But this year, I, I traveled just in uh, Australia, Roland Garros and Wimbledon in London. So And I plan the to go ones. to US, yeah. I plan to go to US uh, in two weeks, I think. And yeah, so yeah, no, thanks for jumping on. I uh, appreciate it. Good to know a little bit more about uh, the Academy, which will soon be going on our Top Academies page. So uh, it's good to have the story with you as well. So people can find out, learn about you, Alexander, and what you're doing. So thank you very much. Thank you. And thanks for your time. And uh, welcome to our Academy if you have a time. So uh, it's 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 going to be good if you, if you can see uh, you here. Nice. Thank you very much. I hope you enjoyed that chat with Alex. I'll be back next week. And until then, goodbye.